New on Curiosity Stream, how do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series, Connections, returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Mm-hmm. Wednesday. Wednesday against Colorado. Oh, at home, though. He could be 2,500 at home. He's got to be 2,500. Well, unless they fix it. I, okay, but man, yeah. <laughs> you got to give them the benefit of the doubt sometimes. I, I did in like 2015. <laughs> when I had Yori Laterra at 31. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever and wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I'm your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. And joining me for the next hour to talk off some of the food we ate yesterday, our single-entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how you doing today, buddy? Doing pretty well. Hit my Rams futures. That was exciting. I didn't watch a play of that game, so if you want to roast me about not watching it or not having cable, feel free to do so. Um, just real quick, I saw some comments in the chat about not the comments not being able to be left on the Friday's YouTube video. So what I'm going to do, because I've noticed that as well, if you already left a comment and it's there on YouTube for the giveaway, we're giving away two weekly passes uh, for NHL for the NBA All-Star break. So what I'm going to do is after the show, I will make a tweet about it. I will pin it to my profile and you can leave your comment there. And obviously, we'll know who you are because I'll have your Twitter handle. So after the show, I will make a post. I'll pin it to my profile. You can feel free if you're having issues with the YouTube to leave it on that tweet. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys can roast me for not having cable, not watching the football game. Um, I did make some nachos, though. Did make some pretty killer nachos. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but... I use ground beef, and if you want to make some salsa, make it with kiwi. I'm telling you, kiwi goes so good with ground beef. It's it sounds weird, but it's so good. That does sound weird. Like I'm a I I like kiwi. I'll eat kiwi. Like I'll just I'll honestly buy kiwi and just scoop it with a spoon. Um, I've never heard of putting it in ground beef before. What's the thought process behind that? Well, it's just like a kiwi salsa. Make it with onions, tomatoes, salt, pepper, lime juice cilantro or parsley i don't know i mean it sounds like something in fat it sounds like like it's like an acidic yeah on acids and fats it balances it very well yeah i just i I would have never ever thought of using a kiwi in that regard so hey man we learn something new every day and i learned that the next time i make i I eat ground pork more um next time i make ground pork maybe i'll throw in a a kiwi i can't wait for that uh we are here to talk about hockey though just want to give a special shout out to yahoo fantasy yahoo fantasy has been our sponsor this entire season and we have a special giveaway uh through yahoo that we'll talk about a little bit later in the show for first time yahoo users all right let's talk about uh, the weekend a little bit. How'd you do? Uh, we had Saturday, we had Sunday, we had an afternoon slate on Sunday. Would you, how'd you manage? Yeah, man, I, I did really well this weekend. Um, I don't remember what I did Saturday, but I definitely cashed despite Marner. Marner got the shot bonus at the end, but yesterday I three X, even though I used Buffalo one and I didn't use Skinner, <laughs> I left him off and he had four goals and an assist. But somehow I still got there. I used uh, Craig Anderson like it was 2013. You know, it was a good little weekend. So uh, 
hit the Rams future, cash some golf, cash some MMA. Heater, you know, I don't know. I, I had a pretty rough stretch there for a while, but I think things are turning around. So you got to, I think the thing that people make mistakes a lot with bankroll management is when they're going really well, they up the stakes for no reason. And then, you know, they hit a rough patch and they lose it all. Whenever I'm going poorly or whenever I'm going running hotter than the sun, I play this same contest every day just to stay consistent. Because if you, you know, you're like, oh, you know, I won $4,000. I'm going to enter the 1500 tonight. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, you got to stay within your limits, gamble. It's not, it's not really, I mean, it is gambling, but, you know, do it responsibly. Stay within your limits. Feel like the need to say that, you know, because I see, I see people make the mistakes that when they go, when they win big, they immediately go up in stakes and they, you know, dump it all back. So, you know, casual, stone, slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good point. It's like you take down a contest for five thousand dollars or something like that. That doesn't mean you should uh, max enter the one fifty fifteen dollar uh, every night because you can wipe out everything you've wanted in about three days. So. Uh, yeah, exactly right. Um, don't be in a rush to jump up your stakes, even if you do start winning. Uh, make sure uh, you do a nice, well, you don't have to do a nice slow build. Everybody's obviously welcome to do what they want, but I, I've, I've definitely found that uh, to be the best way to go. And I think a lot of people would definitely agree with that. You didn't watch the Super Bowl. I did. I made this, I made this mistake. I bet on the Rams. I bet on Cooper Cup and the receiving prop on the over, but I didn't bet on Cooper Cup to win MVP. <laughs> So a <laughs> uh, little bit of a mistake on my part. He didn't, yeah, obviously he didn't hit the receiving prop either, but I would have done well if I had bet him for MVP. I just, I just Twitter didn't. was pretty upset about that. Everyone wanted Aaron Donald to win the MVP. I didn't watch the game. So I, I thought Aaron Donald was going to get it because uh, he had a couple big plays in the fourth quarter, including one late to stuff a run uh, to stuff. I think it was a third down or a fourth down or something like that. It, you know, all the rumors about him per perhaps retiring, it might be his last game and all that. I, I thought it was going to be him as well, but uh, it was. I thought it was a good game. I know some people complain that maybe it was slow or uh, not enough scoring and all that, but, you know, there's some some tension, some, some drama, you know, went down to the wire. Can't really complain about that. Uh, some big hockey news today. <laughs> I'm wearing my Montreal Canadiens jersey uh, a little bit in mourning. Montreal Canadiens traded Tyler Toffoli uh, to Calgary for a first-round pick, a fifth-round pick, Tyler Pitlick, and a B prospect. I, I was, I'm pretty furious about this. Like, I don't. It's not that they shouldn't have traded Toffoli. Obviously, they have to rebuild and all that. They, you know, this team isn't going to make the playoffs this year, and they're not going to make it next year. Um, they got to get their feet back under them. It's not. It's not that they have to hold Toffoli or anything like that. What's the rush of trading in today for what doesn't really look like a great return? Like Tyler Pitlick is nothing. Um, the fifth round pick is a, a late draft pick. That's nearly nothing. So it's really the first plus the B prospect and it's a late first round pick. So you're getting a late first round pick and a B prospect for a first line 30 goal scorer who signed for two more years at 4.25 a season. I don't know. It, it, to me, it seems like Calgary really made out well here. And I think that's the big takeaway is that, you know, now you're going to have one of, you know, Manchapane or Coleman uh, down on the third line for the Flames. They're going to have a pretty good top nine. They say they're still shopping for a defenseman. I went out and bet the Flames Cup futures immediately. What do you think about Calgary's future? Yeah, I did too. I bet the 25. Mr. G, our boy Saul Goodman, let us know they're going off at 25 to 1 on FanDuel Sportsbook. And I think it's like 30 to 1 on win. Win Sportsbook if you have it. Um, so yeah, after I settled in after overreacting to every trade, like every person always does, it, it kind of felt like this deal, like if Toffoli got traded like three minutes before the deadline, it would have been like, okay, I kind of get it. But like today at noon, like you, you should have got a better return. I'm surprised, you know, because he's on a very, very manageable contract. So even if you're going to get Tyler Pitlick and the B prospect probably could have got better picks, but you know, I, I would assume now, you know, the Canadians are going to go full fire sale 
we'll see what happens. Um, Coyotes will probably trade for Shea Weber's contracts. They love dead contracts. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, Montreal is almost assuredly, like they said they're not interested in trading Josh Anderson, but I bet they would trade Josh Anderson. Obviously, Ben Sherratt's going to be on his way out. I, like I saw somebody joke earlier. I don't even know if it's a joke. Ben Sherratt might actually get more in a trade than Tyler Toffoli just got. Uh, when you consider what when you consider what David Savard got last year, a first and a third round pick, Ben Sherrod probably could get the get close to the same. Uh, like I think it was a big misstep by yeah. the Montreal Canadiens. I, I just feel like if that's the going price for a top six winger, like Rangers, get on the horn, man. Go find your Clayton Kellers. <laughs> go find your JT Millers. Go find your Arturi Lekkinens, man. That's like, I'm just wondering what's the, what's the hold up on JT Miller now? Like I know he's a center and Toffoli's a winger, but they're both first liners. Miller only has one more year, not two. Like if it's all it's going to take is a late first pick and a B prospect, what's taking so long to get this done? Maybe throw in another second rounder or something. Oh man. They, Canadians set the mark. Good job, Jeff Gordon. So yeah. It's it's a little bit frustrating as a Has fan. Hopefully this all works out. We'll see what happens. I see about seventy five people in our chat right now. If you guys could please throw us a thumbs up. Those likes really help us. The subscriptions really help us a lot. So click that subscribe button if you haven't already. We're growing this channel. We keep these shows coming uh, pretty much on a daily basis. Whether it's NHL, whether it's NBA, PGA, MMA. I know NFL is done, but hopefully uh, we'll get MLB back here in a couple weeks or a couple months sorry not a couple weeks um so lots going on be sure you click that subscribe button and click the alert click the notification button so you get alerts whenever we do go live check out what we have up on the site today uh we have free premium tools and data up almost every day uh today we have our nba main slate ownership projections and our nhl top stacks so if you hear us talk about uh line ownership percentage or top stack percentage or top two percentage or anything like that uh, you can check it out for yourself over at osmo.com and look at our top stacks uh we have uh, a giveaway for our podcast just head on over to the osmo podcast channel below give us a five-star review with your twitter handle or osmo username and you'll be entered to win a free month of osmo plus platinum all right uh we do have a four game slate we have to get to so let's get to this first game here, Josh. We have Detroit with a 2.4 implied goal total going into Minnesota. The Minnesota Wild have a 3.7 implied goal total. Uh, Marcus Foligno, uh, he's still suspended for this one. Um, they move they moved Brandon Duhame up to the third line. That's important here because I looked at their last game and Minnesota did not use the Joel Erickson Eck line in a shutdown role which they almost always do at home. And I think it's because Marcus Foligno is suspended. They don't, that line's not nearly as good without him. Um, and I think that might change the matching here tonight a little bit. It might send out uh, the Detroit top line uh, or the Minnesota top line against the Detroit top line, or at the very, very least opposing top sixes are look to be facing off against each other. So that's a bit of a change for Minnesota. Um, they're also going to be without Matt Dumba. He has, I think they said a lower body injury, so he's going to be out for tonight. Presumably that means a lot of ice time for Spurgeon and Brodeen. Um, might be stuff to play on both sides here, but it's only a 2.4 total for Detroit. What do you like here, Josh? Yeah. I mean, it is Capo Kakinen for the wild, which I don't know if like Talbot hasn't been great this season either. So. You know, the, I think the Wilds are just searching for, for one of their goalies to be a little consistent. But, I mean, from a Wild perspective, from the skaters, like, matchups don't really matter in this game. I don't think. Like, you're going to send Joe Erickson out against Dylan Larkin? Okay. You're going to send Hartman out against Dylan Larkin? Sure. Like, Boldy was probably going to – or Gaudreau, Fiala, Boldy were probably going to go out against Pia Suter, Fabry, Bertuzzi, regardless of who the top line matches. So, you know, you're probably going to see 2v2. If it is 1v1, that's fine. You know what I mean? Minnesota won one of my favorite plays. Like, they're coming in as the, the highest positive leverage in our top stacks right now. And just because, like, they're similarly priced to Toronto. Um, so you're going to have to make a decision. You know, you want to go Toronto or you want to go Minnesota. And I think just from a leverage standpoint, like, matchup-wise, I think I'm going to go to the lower-owned team at home in Minnesota 1. 
I think Minnesota two is fine as well. It is a little bit of a tougher matchup, but you know, the Fiala Gajero Boldy line has been excellent since they got put together. If you want to go down to Joel Erickson Eck, you know, whether he gets Larkin, whether he gets Adam Ernie, I think it doesn't really matter. You want to use him as a one-off or you want to, you know, put him in, in a power play stack. I think that's fine. But from a Minnesota standpoint, this is a min one game for me. Um, you want to leave off Hartman, add in, you know, Joe Erickson Eck to get a little spicy on this four gamer. Sure. You can do that. Um, but for me, min one on the Detroit side, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to prioritize anything in one to three, but I will say if I was 20 maxing, I would probably consider Detroit two here. Uh, I probably would consider Detroit one, two, but you know, 20 lineups, I probably just said, you know, like even one of one of 20 lineups for both Detroit one and two will get you over the field here. Uh, Suter Fabry Bertuzzi is a, is a good line. They're probably, you know, I don't want to say probably with Duhame there instead of Felino, but like Gaudreau, Fiala, Boldy's probably the best matchup you can get for Minnesota besides the fourth line. So, you know, in MME, I'd probably have some Detroit one, Detroit two, but this is a Minnesota game for me. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's both of the top six that really interest me here, um, or both top lines in the top six for Minnesota that interest me here, sorry. Um, to start with the Minnesota top line, as you mentioned, uh, the best leverage on the slate of all our stacks. Again, top stacks are free up at Osmo.com for today. So you can just head on over and check it out for yourself. Coming in with 25% top two percentage, 15% ownership. I really do like Minnesota one here tonight. We brought it up on the show on Saturday. The numbers at home and on the road make a difference here because at home, they're typically not used as a shutdown line. Tonight they might be, but like, honestly, going into that Larkin line, it's not a brutal matchup, right? Like it's not like you're going into uh, Toronto one or Boston one or something like that. You know, that uh, Detroit top line, good early returns, but they've, they've only had like 30 minutes or so together. It's way too early to say uh, whether they're actually going to be good or not. Um, so Minnesota one should definitely be in strong consideration but it is Minnesota too. That's just kind of driving me here. I, it, I'll, I'll say it's because of this reason. I think I'm going to go single entry here tonight. Uh, and I'm looking to use Minnesota more as my filler than my primary stack. That's just kind of why I'm going towards Minnesota too. And Minnesota too has been great. 67 shot attempts per 60 minutes over the last hundred minutes, 3.2 expected goals, controlling three, 61% of the expected goals when they're on the ice. They've been very, very good. Detroit too. They, they were really, really strong starting out their last hundred minutes or so. They're about a break even line uh, by shot share and expected goal share. So I think Detroit two can get there. And in 20 maxes, I would absolutely consider them as a filler. They're one of the best leverage spots on this entire slate. Don't forget about Detroit two, but I think it, is, it would be, it'll be Minnesota two that I use uh, in you know, that, not that I use that I consider more in my single entries. Uh, especially with Boldy uh, being a fixture of the top power play. Uh, Detroit, good penalty kill. Um, but those top power play minutes are obviously very, very valuable. So um, I do like Minnesota two here tonight. Again, on the Detroit side, I think Detroit two is fine. Um, definitely consideration as a filler uh, in your 20 max, 150s and all that. I'm not sure I would get there in one to three, but they do have good leverage. It is at least a decent scoring line. Um, Minnesota doesn't have a great penalty kill. There are two guys on that Detroit second line for, on that power on the Detroit power play. So yeah, they do have to at least be in consideration. I don't know if I get to Detroit one, but Detroit two, most certainly uh, on the blue line. You know, I mentioned uh, Spurgeon and uh, Brodeen probably should see a lot of minutes here with Matt Dumba, not playing tonight. Spurgeon is the top power play guy. Brodeen, the second power play guy. Uh, I don't know. I think Alex Goligoski is also fine if you want to just, you know, save $1,000 or whatever over on DraftKings. Um, anybody else stick out to you? Yeah, I mean, it's just Spurgeon, Brodeen, Goligoski. Pick your guy. Go with it. On the Detroit side, like Cedar at 6300 is a little bit too expensive for me. Troy Stetcher at min price, I guess. You know, if you, if you, if you need a min price punt, Troy Stetcher. You know, but like, 
I don't think I'm going to prioritize anything on the wings. Yeah, there's not a whole lot for me there. I mean, I, I we'll talk about goalies later. I don't think I'd mind Nadelkovic and GPPs. Uh, he's reasonably cheap, should see some decent volume, but he could also get lit up here tonight. And that is kind of the double-edged sword uh, with playing uh, a rogue goalie that is favored or expected to lose. Um, with Daytona right around the corner, we are offering our Osmo Plus NASCAR package for less than $2.00 per cup race this season. That's $70 for a full year of Osmo Plus NASCAR. This pass gives you access to our driver projections, our ownership projections, our top drivers, and, and it'll give you the edge you need in NASCAR DFS. Use the promo code GREENFLAG, that's capital letters, green flag, all one word, at checkout, or simply click the link in the description of this video to activate. This offer is valid through February 20th. You're going to have to start researching some Daytona soon here, Josh. I know uh, people have been racking up those tickets for a couple months now. Uh, I've, got a, I've got a few. I'm sure you have a few. Um... New on CuriosityStream. How do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the Internet? James Burke's visionary series Connections returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections with monthly annual and bundled plans. Find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the neural quantum processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. Not a bad, uh, you and I have access to the Osmo tools, obviously. Not everybody does. Not a bad idea uh, to look into using the promo code GREENFLAG. If you got a bunch of those tickets burning a hole in your pocket, it's only $70 for the entire season, and it'll give you a head start on your research for Daytona this weekend. So green flag, all capital letters, all one word, at the checkout. All right, let's get to our next game. Chicago, two and a half implied goal total. They're going into Winnipeg. The Winnipeg Jets have a 3.1 implied goal total. Uh, some news here. Neil Pionk uh, still not in the lineup for Winnipeg. Uh, they're saying Vili Hainola is going to take uh, some secondary power play minutes. So it looks like Josh Morrissey, power play one. Vili Hainola, power play two. Uh, Chicago looks like they're healthy scratching Philip Kurashev. And dressing Brett Connolly, I don't get it, um, but I guess they're just kind of mashing buttons at this point in the season. Uh, might be more to like here, but Chicago still doesn't have a very high total. I'm also surprised Winnipeg doesn't have a very high total either, but um, maybe something to like on both sides because of it. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, I mean, Kyle Connor's price came down. Uh, he was like 8700 this weekend, he's 7,500 today. Like Minnesota or Minnesota, Winnipeg one, super cheap. Winnipeg two, like not nearly as expensive as they were. Didn't they change up their matching at home, if I remember correctly? Yeah, they did. Yeah. So it they they're not sending the Winnipeg top line out. You're they're, they're not sending Shifley and Wheeler out against top competition, or they haven't been uh recently. It's been more the third line. Uh, going out against the top line, and then they'll send out Connor and Dubois against the second line and leave Shifley and Wheeler against the bottom six. <sighs> no. I know. Because that pretty play? Yeah, we yeah, got I mean, like, to consider listen, Shifley like, and Wheeler again. Yeah, 10-4 for the two of them. You know, get my, get my dusters out. Dust off Blake Wheeler tonight, maybe. Like, he's coming off like a 57-point DK game. He's 4,600. Going to get the depth of Chicago bad penalty kill you know what i mean like so you know winnipeg one definitely in play for me uh you want to leave stasny off you want to put on you know connor to make it expensive and maybe a bit unique that's fine you want to add in dubois undo shifley wheeler you know morrissey i mean i'm fine with the power play stack i'm fine with winnipeg one i'm fine with winnipeg two i think you know, I, I just don't like using the Jets five on five. I know it's a good matchup. They, I mean, you know, Shifu Wheeler Stasny in, in a large sample still barely break even. So, I mean, I don't really play the Jets for five on five. So, I think for me, I'll do some sort of power play stack. 
Um, on the on the Hawks side, like I don't know, just not super interested in using the Hawks. Like that second line is still really really cheap. Uh, but Connor Dubois, pretty pretty not great matchup. But I, I mean, like, are the Hawks ever in a good matchup? <laughs> like. Not really. So, I mean, if in Emma, I don't think I'm going to get to them in one to three, but if you want to do something on the Hawks, I think, you know, you want to use that top line going up against Winnipeg three. I think that's fine. You want to use Chicago two. I think that's fine. Like, I think it was you. Yeah. It was you who mentioned it to us this morning that since Christmas, the Jets penalty kill has been really, really good. It's been in the top 10. So, you know, if you want to power play stack the Hawks, it's fine, but it's, just know it's not the same awful Jets penalty kill since Christmas. Yeah, that's that's one one of my notes here is that I mean it seems like it's been the case for like five years now that Winnipeg has had like a bottom five penalty kill in the league. Uh, but yeah, since Christmas, top ten. I mean, and Paul Maurice, um, he uh, resigned from the team in like the middle of December or something like that, right? So, I mean, maybe it was just that, that they needed new coach, new tactics, or something like that. I could definitely see uh, that being the case here. So I'm not sure it's a great power play matchup for Chicago. I'm pretty sure it's a good power play matchup for Winnipeg. And the, the fact that um, Josh Morrissey is only 4K, like a, it's not often you can get a power play one defenseman at 4K. It's basically like Nick Letty and like Chris <laughs> Weidman. Um, that's basically been it for the last few years. So Morrissey at 4K on the top power play unit um, like you said, the prices have come down, but it makes them, you know, it lowers the average cost per player on that stack. If you want to, if you want to, uh, stack the Winnipeg power play and you would stack, want to stack the Winnipeg power play because, you know, the Chicago penalty kill is very bad. Um, bottom three by shot attempts allowed over the last, uh, six weeks. So, uh, I do like the Winnipeg power play spot here. It allows us to get creative with our stacks too, right? Because it is a four game slate. You, you know, you might be worried about a cookie cutter 4-3-1 or a 3-3 stack or something like that. So um, if you're worried about that, you can power play stack Winnipeg here in whichever manner you want. And I think that's just fine. You can even use all five if you want, I think. Uh, it's just fine. So I really do like the Winnipeg top six here. I like the second line more. I, I know what we're saying about Shifley and Wheeler getting the depth matchups, but I swear I would rather just take a very good line in a tougher matchup than a bad line in a better matchup. That's yeah, just like putting lip, lipstick on a pig. You know what I mean? It's still ex a pig. Exactly. Like the players still have to play well when they're on the ice. Like that's, <laughs> it's kind of important here. So uh, Dubois and Connor uh, been uh, both been great. Like both top three on the team in expected goals uh, since Christmas. Whereas nobody on the top line is in the top three on the team in expected goals since Christmas. So I do like the second line. A lot better, but if you want to throw in, you know, Dubois Connor plus Shifley or Dubois Connor plus Wheeler, or you know, Dubois Shifley Wheeler, whatever, um, all those are perfectly fine to me. Uh, on the Chicago side, honestly, man, like I think the best we can do is probably the second line of Hagel, Doc, the, the Brain Cat. Um, you brought it up to me. Uh, before the show that, you know, they don't have a big sample yet. It's just a little over 30 minutes, I think, but they have been good in a small sample. I mean, if they have a good few games together, that's a lot more than what most Chicago lines have done this season. So yeah, if you're 20 maxing or something like that, I can definitely see, um, you know, even a, the Brinkat Hagel two man, because they do have uh, those power play minutes together. I think that's where I would go with on the Chicago side. I think the second line, you know, it's theoretically a tougher matchup going into Winnipeg too, but Winnipeg too can get into those kind of, uh, you know, boat races going up and down the ice back and forth. So I think it's both second lines that I really like in this game. Uh, you can power play stack Winnipeg if you want. Uh, Josh Morrissey, obviously don't mind him on the blue line for 4K, especially for power play stacking. <laughs> I noticed Calvin DeHaan has 25 blocks in his last five games. Yeah, the guy's yeah. just throwing his body in front of everything. I don't know if I, I think 3,300 is fine. I guess uh, I would probably rather play Connor Murphy. Anybody else to go to you? Yeah, either of those guys are fine in Chicago. You want to play Jake McCabe? Sure. Do you want to go up to Seth Jones if you're doing Chicago stuff? Go for it. Morrissey, 4K. 
if you're doing anything with the Winnipeg, you know, power play, you got to, I mean, at that price, you put them in. <clears throat> Vili Hainola, uh, maybe at min price, like, because he's going to get that secondary power play, sure. Brendan Dillon, if you want a little shot blocker with Hellebuck, if you're going that route, sure. But, you know, Morrissey or Calvin DeHaan Tarmer, if you're my guys. Yeah, Hinola's one of those guys, like, I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting for him to start to get more minutes. Like, I'm kind of thankful that Paul Maurice, like, I don't want him to, you know, leave his job and leave his passion or anything, but it was pretty clear he doesn't like the young players as much as uh, the new coach does. So glad to see Hainola in the lineup uh, and getting some time. I, I, I don't mind him for a min price either, I suppose. What do you think about Winnipeg in general this season? I like they seem to be a very up and down team. I, I don't know if they can really do anything unless Nick Ehlers gets back and healthy. Yeah, I just like they're a good team, but even if they make the playoffs, are they beating Vegas? Are they beating Calgary? Are they beating um, Colorado? You know what I mean? So maybe they can make that, maybe they can win a playoff round if they get the Ducks or something in the first round. You know what I mean? Like a cup run, I don't know. Like, and I just don't know because like Shifley's getting older, Wheeler, his wheels are falling off. You know what I mean? Like they have a good, like Cole Perfetti is going to be good. They're just kind of like, they're kind of, maybe not this year, but like probably next year, they're going to have to make a choice. It's like, we're either going to go for this again or we need to start, you know, building around our younger players and get rid of, you know, some of our, our stalwarts. It's, it seems like they've been spinning their tires. I want to say ever since Dustin Bufflin retired, I think that that really hurt that team. He was like a, a sure number one defenseman that you could, that you could stick out there for 23, 24 minutes. And they honestly haven't replaced him since. Pionk is good. Morrissey is good. Schmidt is good, but they haven't been able to replace Bufflin. And I, like, I think that they want to try to surround the team because if he was there, they might be good enough. They don't want to give up on them yet. But, yeah, I agree with you. Like, after this year, Shifley and Wheeler only have two more years left, and Shifley's going to be third in his 30s by the end of this contract. So, you know, that's a good point, man. Maybe this summer they start, you know, tugging at the threads and seeing uh, if this thing unravels a little bit. So, uh, yeah, never know what could happen with Winnipeg. Uh, hopefully their second line comes through for us here tonight. We have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. You need to be new to Yahoo. Sorry. Sign up for an account via the link below. Deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your first name after you've played in your first paid contest. And we will reach out via email with your coupon. If you'd like to speed up the process of getting access, email support at Osmo.com. We'll get you set up right away. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit by clicking the link in the video description below. And that can be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including tonight's $2,000 NHL baller. Make sure to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. Josh, I forgot to ask you, did you watch the, I know you didn't watch the Super Bowl. Did you watch the halftime performance at all today? I did. I, I caught it on YouTube. Yeah. I, I think the thing that stuck out to me the most was the fact that somebody said on Twitter, eventually you get to the point where the Super Bowl halftime show is geared directly for you. And at that point, you know, you're starting to get old. Yep. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> I, I, I popped last night at one specific part when Dr. Dre started playing the piano and he started playing the intro for I Ain't Mad At You by Tupac. And I absolutely popped for that. And then that made me realize that I am in the perfect target demo for the people that I made fun of 10 years ago. I'm not sure how to feel about that. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I saw a tweet about it. It was like, you know, the boomers were like, uh, who are these people? And then like all the, the new, like the younger kids are like, who are these people? And like guys in our mid thirties, like, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like, if you're going for the, you know, 30 to 49 demographic, they hit, they, they hit the home run on that one. Like, I'm not sure you could have picked any better representatives for that specific demographic. The, the 30 to 49 year old demographic was just like, I don't know, maybe if you had like uh, Pearl Jam, like do the guitar intro or something like that, that would have been about it. But oh man, 
what a great performance uh was pretty awesome to see it it's one of those things like it's just nice to see the people that reached that stature that meant a lot to a lot of people just on stage like you know maybe we'll never see them again on stage together it's that type of thing so yeah really super cool to see uh dre and mary J and kendrick and m and all those uh, definitely definitely better than that guy from maroon five taking his shirt off and making me feel bad about myself so <laughs> yeah well i don't know maybe i don't like that's one of the performances i just forgot about like there's only like five i remember and i think thankfully i just kind of pushed them all out of my brain uh all right let's get to this next game toronto 3.5 implied gold total they're going into seattle the seattle kraken have a 2.5 implied gold total uh a little bit some they're having some changes uh to the kraken lineups of late uh, one note is that Alex Wenberg jumped to the top line with Jeremy McCann and Jordan Everly. Yeah, I think it was in their last game. Now it's not, that's not super new to this. Uh, Wenberg remember was on the top line to start the season, uh, back when Jaden Schwartz was still around. So it's not as if, uh, Wenberg and Everly have absolutely no, uh, sample together. They have played together quite a bit this season, just not so much since Christmas. Uh, Vince Dunn, Vince Dunn looks like he got shoved off the top power play unit by Mark Giordano again. Vince Dunn lasted a whopping one game uh, with top power play minutes. I kind of get it. Um, it seems like, you know, I think the trade deadline's about four weeks away, four or five weeks. So, you know, they're probably just trying to pump up Mark Giordano's trade value. But, man, it's just frustrating knowing. Like, they know Vince Dunn should probably be running that top power play unit, but he's just not. Uh, on the Toronto side, doesn't seem to be uh, too much uh, in the way of uh, news that we need to worry about here. Jack Campbell, I believe, uh, is starting for Toronto here tonight. That's interesting to me because he has struggled a lot since Christmas. Like, there is a reason why Peter Mrazek started the last game. Uh, why don't you tell us what you like in this game, Josh? Yeah, first of all, I'm not sure if the Seattle front office knows they can make trades. Like. I'm <laughs> if they knew they could make trades, they would have a much better roster. They could have had Tarasenko for free. For free. They're like, nah, take Vinny Dunn. Who who's fine if you put him on the top power play unit. And you throw him on the third pair on the second power play. What are you doing? Just take if you're gonna do that with Vinny Dunn, take Tarasenko. Like the the front office, they hired all these, you know. Oh, I'm getting riled up, but they're they're hiring all these analytic guys. I'm not listening to him. So, you know, you know, whatever. Go drink your coffee in the rain. But anyway, Musa. And I, 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 I didn't think you get so fired up over an expansion team. Just like, I don't know. They did such a horrible job compared to what Vegas did. Mm. And I think maybe it's because Vegas did an unbelievable job, but Seattle just did absolutely nothing in the expansion draft. They made no trades. And their roster, like, is pretty good. But they've just been underperforming all season. So, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just my, I got a case of the Mondays. But anyway, it's a it's a Leafs night. <laughs> um, Matthew's price came down, which makes Mitch Marner's price at 7K a little bit easier to swallow. Uh, you know, they've been set, like, Seattle's been sending out Yarncroft, Gord, Appleton against top comp. And that's just, that line just has not been good defensively, you know? So I really do like the, the Leafs top line tonight. I really like the Leafs second line. Like they're so cheap compared to what they were a few weeks ago. Like Tavares, 6,500, Nylander, 5,600. They're both in the mid sevens, not too long ago. And there's not just not a matchup that worries me on Seattle. So, you know, you want to go to that second line to save a little bit of of De Niro, I think that's fine. They'll probably come in as equally owned as the top line just because of the price difference. So, you know, I think to get a little bit different with Toronto 1, you just leave on bunting. To get a little bit different with Toronto 2, leave off Kerfoot and put in, you know, a power play guy. You know what I mean? So there's way, there's easy ways to get different on a four-gamer. Just, you know, you don't have to galaxy brain it. I mean, you can. You know, you, you certainly can. I've done it before, but you don't have to get super crazy to get a little bit different in these chalky spots tonight. Uh, on the Seattle side, I kind of want to get behind Seattle just because Campbell has been rough, like really, really bad since Christmas. 
and the Leafs blue line is, you know, it's not the best, it's not the worst. But these lines, man, they're just there's just nothing that I, I really want to go out of my way to play. Like maybe like Donato, Geeky, Cesarnik for like, you don't have to full stack them. Obviously you take two of them to get in, you know, really expensive power play. Like, I don't know. Just like McCann Everlay has been such a letdown this season. Yarncroft board going into the teeth of Matthews. So maybe I'll just go cheap with Donato and Geeky or Geeky and Cesarnik, Cesarnik, Donato, something like that. If I'm going to power play stack the wild or the, you know, the, the Leafs even, or the, whoever the, the Jets, you know I mean? That's a cheap two man. I think I can get behind from Seattle just because, you know, Donato shoots the puck a bunch. Campbell's been shaky. The blue line isn't great. So I, I wish there was a line on Seattle that was that had a good numbers in their sample, but there just isn't. So it's just hard to get behind anything on Seattle. That's the problem here, especially with Wenberg back on the top line. Like I mentioned, uh, Wenberg and Everly did play a fair bit together earlier in the season with Jaden Schwartz, and they were about a 50% line. Like a 50% line is fine if it's a third line. It's not fine if it's your top line. Um, that's the big problem here. And, you know, Wenberg and McCann, um, they haven't played a lot, you know, about 40 minutes together, and they haven't looked very good in those 40 minutes, or at least their numbers don't look very good in those 40 minutes. So you take Wenberg and Eberle, who were average, and then add in Wenberg and McCann, who were bad. Like, I don't like the way that this looks. So I'm wondering how this works out, because Seattle, Seattle's been weird with their matching. Like, they tried to use the Gord-Yarncrog duo as a shutdown duo a lot this year and that line just hasn't come together at all they just been bad like basically from minute one right up until today they just haven't improved at all uh since christmas 47 percent uh, of the shot share for seattle to 35 percent of the scoring chance share that is abysmal and that's the line that quite often got used as a shutdown line it's chevy truck season and with the Chevy Silverado, there's no such thing as an uphill battle. With the Chevy Silverado, you can take on the mountains or you can move them. Because with impressive towing capability, an available 13.4-inch diagonal touchscreen, and a choice of powerful engines to pick from, whatever your mountain, there's a Silverado with the capability you need. Click to learn more. Find new roads at your local Chevy dealer. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It seems like they've started to get away from that over the last five or six games, but you're going to the McCann Everly line. Now is your shutdown line. So you have one line that's playing anywhere close to reasonably well. That's your top line. And you're sending them into Matthews and Marner. Like I, I, I understand why they have to do that. And it's because no other Seattle line can come close to containing them. But I also think Matthews and Marner are just absolutely going to like Matthews and Marner have been generating 44 scoring chances per 60 minutes over their last hundred minutes. That is absolutely insane. That's a low grade power play. Like I really think Toronto one uh, is in a great spot here. Like you said, I think you just leave in Michael Bunting. I really do. I like Seattle has a bad enough penalty kill. I think you can even get away with just like Toronto one plus Nylander Toronto one plus Tavares or something like that, just or just full stack the power play if you want. Um, it's not as if Seattle's penalty kill has been any good. Seattle's penalty kill, like bottom half, bottom 10 of the league, uh, certainly bottom 10 over the last six weeks. Uh, not really what you want when you're facing this Toronto power play. The Toronto power play still scoring, you know, eight, nine, 10 goals per 60 minutes, which is very good. So um, yeah, I, I'm, I agree with you. I do like the Toronto power play here as a full line stack. I would go Toronto one over Toronto two. I think either are fine, but I prefer Toronto one. Their numbers are better. Uh, and I want to get 
you know, Matthew's Matthew's price has come down and, and like, it seems like he's a near auto lock at 9,100. I don't think any player is an auto lock, but. He was 9,700 in a pretty tough matchup. Now he's $600 cheaper in a, in a, like a cupcake matchup. So I don't know. DraftKings pricing has been odd this year. Like we'll get it to in the next game. Like there's just misprices all over that game. Yeah. The next game uh, has a lot of weird pricing, but yeah, like I said, it's, it seems like they took some price off Matthews and just added it to Mariners. And I which is fine. Yeah. But yeah, I'll take it. Um, so yeah, for me, it's Toronto one on the Seattle side. Like if you want to get to some Seattle one, I wouldn't say no. Um, their, uh, their top two stack is coming in at about 6%. Their ownership coming in at about three to four percent. It's only 13k for the line uh, over on DraftKings. Um, I think Seattle one is definitely playable here in your 20 maxes, your 150s, and all that. Uh, especially with the way Campbell has been playing the last month or so. So, uh, in your when you the more lineups you get, I would trend a little bit towards Seattle one, but I do like Toronto one, Toronto power play in this game. On the blue line, Rasmus Sandin has been playing more minutes of late. He's been playing like 19-20 with relative consistency of late. And his impacts, like I looked at evolving hockey and looked at his offensive impacts. They're through the roof this year. I kind of like Rasmus Sandin now that he's getting some more minutes. Obviously, Morgan Riley at 5,400 just fine uh, if you're playing some top power, if you're playing some power play. Anybody else stick out to you? I mean, Jake Muzzin, 2,700, so he's going to stick out. If you want to play him, that's fine. On the Seattle side, I think it's just going to be either Hayden Fleury or the big rake contractual obligation to mention Jamie Oleksiak, my son. I think I just read off my whole resume, but, you know, that's fine. Like, 2,600 for him is fine. Hayden Fleury, second pair. Like, Hayden Fleury, we saw what happened when he went and actually got minutes in Anaheim. So hopefully he gets some consistent minutes. It's just, again, one of those guys that should be getting consistent minutes that just isn't for this well, team. Besides the Seattle front office, I mean, it is the Seattle's front office fault, but, like, Dave Haxtell, not the coach for this team. Like, I like Dave Haxtell, but, like, he should not be a head coach of this team. He should be go. He should be running, like, an uh, offensive unit or defensive unit behind someone who knows how to coach a team. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I was surprised that, you know, maybe Claude Julien, uh, he's still out there. I think he would be a very good coach for that Seattle team. Um, we're not here to talk coaches, though. For now, I'm here to talk about the Osmo Hall of Fame. The Osmo Hall of Fame is where we like to celebrate uh, the winners across all sports here at Osmo.com. And if you want to get into the Osmo Hall of Fame, this is how you do it. You download the Osmo avatar from Osmo.com slash avatar. You place in the top three of a contest with at least 5,000 contestants. And then you tweet those wins to the Osmo Hoff account. That's Osmo H-O-F on Twitter. You do all that, you can win a, a free month of Osmo plus Platinum, but you can only win one free month per year. So even if you keep winning in those contests, uh, you can still only win one free month every calendar year. Um, we had some winners, uh, I believe, yesterday from the Super Bowl. Uh, tied for first in the FanDuel Million, Philly Shizzy uh, took down 11K at Cooper Cup as his captain, Matt Stafford, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, and Hopkins as his flexes, attaboy Philly. Uh, Hippie Bull, uh, NFL Showdown longtime subscriber, uh, username Black John Madden with the hit in multiple contests. Uh, you see him uh, enter $20, cashed out over $1,500. Just a great, great day uh, from him. Uh, another chop looks like over on... Uh, Yahoo with Cooper Cup as captain, uh, $662. Obviously, if you chop with a bunch of people, you're going to win less. But first place is still first place. Uh, the machine also split uh, first place in FanDuel <laughs> uh, with that 11K hit. So awesome job to you guys. And a little bit of basketball. Justin Tope, uh, for good measure, taking down first and third. Looks like over on Yahoo. So a bunch of winners yesterday in the Super Bowl. Congrats to you guys. Hopefully we can get some winners tonight in some NHL. All right, Josh, we got one game left. We're going to get to that. Uh, before we do, just want to remind everybody that we have some shows coming up a little bit later. We have the Prize Picks NBA show at 4 p.m. Eastern with Aton and Emac, and they're followed by the NBA Prop Show. That is followed by your NBA Double Dose 
starting at five o'clock Eastern of the daily of the deeper dive and your live before lock. I uh, also want to remind everybody uh, we, we are sponsored by Yahoo Fantasy. So if you're a first time, if you've never played on Yahoo and you want to get your feet wet playing DFS, uh, they're giving away some free money for first time Yahoo users. So please uh, just click the link in the description below. Uh, and before we get too much further, if you guys could just throw us a thumbs up and a subscribe uh, before we do get out of here. Those subscriptions really do help us a lot and help these shows coming on a regular basis. All right, let's get to this last game. And as Josh mentioned, the pricing here is just absolutely bananas. Edmonton, 3.3 implied gold total. They're going into San Jose. The Sharks have a 2.8 implied gold total. I should mention this pricing is uh, on DraftKings, not on FanDuel. Uh, on uh, FanDuel, Tino, you know, Timo Meyer, and those guys are still very expensive. But over on DraftKings, you have uh, Zach Hyman under 4K. You have Yessi Puliyarbi, who was top line, top power play minutes, coming in at 3,500. Dreisaitl is at $8,000, which I think is the cheapest he's been since the 2019-20 season. Uh, Connor McDavid at 8,800 is certainly the cheapest he's been in a few months this month, or this season, sorry. Uh, both Darnell Nurse and Evan Bouchard are under $6,000. We've seen Darnell Nurse at like 7,200 before. I think the 7,200 was a mispricing, but I also think 5,900 is pretty close to a mispricing as well. All this is to say, uh, sorry, and on the San Jose side, uh, Brent Burns, 4,900 with uh, Eric Carlson still hurt and Burns running the top power play unit. Burns could easily be one of the highest owned players on the entire slate. Timo Myers, $6,500, just flat out one of the best goal scorers in the league this year. Uh, I honest, Logan Couture, $3,500. That reminds me of when Sean Monaghan was like $3,300 on FanDuel for an entire season one year. Um, obviously something went wrong here with DraftKings. I don't know what's going on, but it's really, it is going to drive a ton of ownership to this game. I think the San Jose side specifically, what are you doing here, Josh? Yeah. I mean, I'm doing a single entry tonight. I think Sharks top line is one of the easier fades of the night. If it come down to it at 10 30 PM Eastern, like come out and just light it up. You know, you can just go to bed a little bit early. But at, you know, they're currently projected for around 30% if, you know, I just can't do it. Like, listen, if you want to do it, by all means do it. Like, McDavid, Pugliarvi, Hyman are a good line, but they're high event. If I'm going to go to somewhere on the Sharks, it's going to be the second line. I'm, I mean, this is, this is a really small sample, but, like, Kane, Drysdale, Yamamoto have played two games together. Two games. 20 high danger chances, four per 60. 55% Corsi four and an expected goals for of four, which sounds like electric. And it is for offensively, but defensively, they're giving up 40 scoring chances for 18 high danger chances against and 3.95 expected goals per 60. Like this, that's just like, I, I, if, it, if those numbers stick through like 50, 60 minutes, that is the most high event line in the NHL. And yeah, the Couture Darlene numbers aren't great. They're like a break even at best, but like getting that line, getting Mike Smith, getting the poor Edmonton defense, getting those two for 6,100. Yeah, they're probably going to be over leveraged, but like they're going to be a third of the ownership as Hurdle Meyer. So, like, if you're going to go to a Sharks line, I think it's going to be that second line. Um, and I don't know if I prioritize them outside of, like, power play stack. Like, if I was going to power play stack the Jets, I'd maybe do, like, Couture Darlene. Just because, like, it doesn't matter what Couture is going to be there. Like, chances are you power play stack, full power play stacking the Jets is going to be enough to get yourself different. You know what I mean? So, even if Couture Darlene come around 10%, I'm fine with it. It's just uh, an insanely good matchup. You want to go to that top line, it's still a good matchup. But listen, like 30, 30% on the Sharks who haven't played in two weeks. Like that, that is a big red flag for me. We've seen these teams come back from these long breaks and just get absolutely run over. So like, I don't know. I, I And then on the flip side, like of all these like mispricings, like 16,200 for full Edmonton one in their best iteration of non-McDavid dry saddle lines. 
like Hyman McDavid Pugliarvi is their best line they can make without dry saddle being on that line. So, you know, hurdle Meyer, that line is good offensively, but man, they're high event defensively as well. So out of this game, I really, really love Edmonton one. You want to go to Edmonton to sure, but like, I, I'm going to focus on McDavid Pugliarvi. You want to add in dry saddle. It's cheap enough where you can do it pretty easily. So, you know, Edmonton one, Edmonton power play. You want to play sharks one, just know you're probably going to have to get a little funky there. But, you know, for me, I'll, if I'm power play stacking something, I'll probably go for the cheap two-minute tour belly. Yeah, it's the Edmonton top line that absolutely drew me uh, first. Um, they played about 50 minutes together, or in their last 50 minutes together, uh, basically since Christmas. They're controlling 58% of the shots and 66% of the scoring chances, 3.2. But they're shooting 3.2%. The whole problem is it, it's just percentage-driven. It's not their play. So um and san jose's like i wonder how san jose is really gonna uh go with this matching like i imagine couture is gonna see a fair bit of that mcdavid matchup and like that favors edmonton greatly i don't think couture dolan like you said a break-even line maybe 50 percent, but 50 percent is not good enough against this particular iteration of edmonton one so i do like edmonton one here I think you can just, you know, the three of them. And then if you want to add in Bouchard for power play or dry sidle for power play or something like that, I think it's just fine. I'd rather play Edmonton one, but I will say Edmonton two, pretty high pace in their small sample. And if you believe in revenge, uh, Evander Kane on the second line for Edmonton, his first game going back into San Jose, there's bad blood here. His there's a ex- big old house on narrative street. Yeah. His ex teammates do not like him. Um, if you know hockey players and the way that they talk in the media, they try to be as polite as possible <laughs> when they talk uh, about teammates and stuff like that. And you can almost feel them just dripping with rage when they talk about uh, Evander Kane and what he, what, what happened there towards the end of his tenure. So I think, I think we might see some power plays. I don't know what's going to happen in this game, but Evander Kane certainly has that revenge narrative uh, working in his favor. Uh, but I, I say in my single entry, I am fading uh, that San Jose ownership on the top line. I do like Edmonton one here on this slate. On the blue line, obviously Burns. Uh, like Honestly, with the prices here, like I, if you want to dump all the way down and play Mario Ferraro for 3K or something like that, I think it's fine. But I think I would honestly just play one of Nurse, Bouchard, or Burns if I play a defenseman from this game. Yeah, man, like that price on Burns is insane, but like – on the at the same time, like he just hasn't been great either. But like forty nine hundred, just man, like there is nothing worse than a few seasons ago, going, oh man, I'm in a really good spot, but I am fading Burns, <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know, man, forty nine hundred. That's uh, that's gonna be a tough one to fade. But yeah, I think Nurse Bouchard definitely make a really good play tonight. Yeah, I think. It might depend on the rest of my lineup, but I think I might be just fine playing like a 30% Burns tonight. Uh, you know, as long as I'm not playing San Jose one, Toronto one, something like that. You know what I mean? Like that'll probably be due, but, uh, and, but I, 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 you know, like I said, even a 49%, 39, uh, 30% Burns at 4,900, I think it's just fine depending on what you do with the rest of your lineup. All right. We got to get out of here, Josh. I'm going to ask you for your hat trick picks and your goalies for tonight. My hat trick pick, I'm going Matthew Boldy, and my goalies are Capo Kakinen and Marc-Andre Fleury for tournaments. What do you like? Pretty spicy. We'd love to see it. I think Hellebuck is an interesting uh, GPP play or even cash play. Uh, I think he's in in the mix. Ned, if you want to get a little feisty. Let's see here. Go Jesse Cooley-Arvey. Ooh, I like that. All right, there we go. Matthew Boldy, Jesse Pugliarvi are your hat trick picks for tonight. We're going to get out of here. Don't forget, we have a bunch of NBA shows coming up starting in one hour. Uh, For producer Mike, for Josh, I'm Slim Clifty saying good luck tonight. We'll see you tomorrow. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
The Chamba life is for everybody. So go to ChambaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChambaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.